Hello and welcome to Overwhelmingly Underwhelmed. I'm your host Lexi and today we're talking about things I wish I believed in my 20s. Let's get ready to have some uncomfortable conversation in 3, 2, 1. Hello, welcome back. This is episode five. I did promise myself that at episode five, I would let everyone know that I have a podcast. I do believe that only two or three of my close friends know right now, which I think makes up for like the two or three um, times each podcast episode has been listened to. So if you are here, I really hope that I've had the guts to post it on social media and you are here from that. So if you are, welcome Today we're talking about the things that I wish I knew and believed in my 20s. Big difference there because I think that I actually knew all of this stuff. I just never took the time to sit down and think about it and believe it. But from what I've seen from the generation that is coming up behind me, I know for a fact that you will take a lot of this stuff and actually implement it into your life. And I'm really excited to be able to help with that kind of information. Now, before we dive in, as with all the other episodes, I will ask you to give me feedback on any of the things that we talk about, or if you've got any ideas for what you'd like me to talk about in the future, please, please send me a message on any of my social media platforms. I will probably be more likely to read the ones on Instagram or TikTok than anything else. But don't be afraid to give me constructive criticism either. This podcast is for you. I would like to be the person that I needed when I was, you know, anywhere in my late teens up to my late 20s and early 30s. So that's what I'm trying to do. And I can't do that unless I have feedback from you to make sure that this is the best thing uh, that I could possibly create for you to be able to digest. Okay, uh, all very big words. Let, let's just dive straight into it. Now, the reason I'm doing this is because I actually have two videos going quite well on TikTok about this, and I haven't thought about this um, for a long time. I haven't thought about all of the things that I've learned over in my late 20s to my early 30s. I'm currently 31, um, and I just wanted to share with you, if you are in a place that you need this type of advice, I, I really hope that you're okay, but I wanted to share with you a little bit about what I think <laughs> the state of the world is like when it comes to relationships. So here we go. I'm just going to jump right in here and um, whack myself in the face with this one, but there is a very difference, a very big difference between mistakes and choices, especially when it comes to dating right? If you're dating somebody, a mistake is forgetting to bring something home from work that your partner has asked you to. It is putting a wool jumper into the washing machine and watching it shrink. It is accidentally throwing out a receipt you weren't supposed to throw out. Those are mistakes. It is a choice to do any of the following three, cheating, lying, or manipulation, right? Now, the difference between a choice and a mistake is that choices are premeditated, which means that they would have had to take the time of day to sit and think about how they could possibly get away with something that they've done. And now let's just put some perspective on that. You have selected somebody that you would like to be in a relationship with out of all of the people that you've had choices of, which I'm positive you have many. You've selected this person to be the person, to be the safety that you need, to be the person that you need when you get home after a long day, to be the person you message about all of the small things that happen during the day, to be the person that goes to breakfast with you and you tell your deepest fears, you tell them your dreams, you tell them everything, right? You've selected that person to do that with every day. And in return, 
you would assume that that person understands that you trust them and that you trust them not to hurt you, which is a very hard thing to do, especially in this generation. But instead, that person has gone out of their way to consciously make a decision to do something to dupe you. They've gone out of their way to do something behind your back that they know is not the right thing to do in a relationship and would hurt your feelings if you found out, okay? That is what cheating, manipulation, and lying takes. It takes premeditation, it takes thinking, and it takes throwing aside somebody's feelings and not caring about them enough to not hurt them. That's the cold, hard truth about this stuff, right? So that's cheating. Lying and manipulation means that they have done so, so they've, they've taken this premeditated choice that they've made, And then they've come up with a story that they will try to make you believe that benefits only them. It doesn't benefit the relationship. In fact, none of this does. It benefits only them as a person. It is selfish and it is disgusting. And no, I do not think that you should stay with somebody who has done any of this because choices are choices. And if you choose to do that kind of stuff, then you choose the consequences that come with it, right? And as somebody that has stayed in a relationship where there has been cheating, it is the hardest thing you will ever have to do. I can't stress that enough because you will feel guilt and shame for yourself for setting standards that you did not follow. You will feel distrust the whole time. It will never be built to 100%. It's like shattering a vase and expecting it to be fine when you put it back together. The cracks will show. And you, at your age, do not need to put time and effort into somebody that is willing to just knock aside what you've built for a quick for a quick ego hit. That's just the truth. Okay? Number two, if you lay with dogs, you will get fleas. This is one of my friend Christie's favorite sayings. And, and I love the saying as well because I used to say, um, you're guilty by association. But I think that the, um, the former actually dives into it a little bit better. So if you lay with dogs, you will get fleas, right? Putting that into context, if you are trying to date somebody that has, or like are dating somebody that has a friendship group that are all walking red flags, you do not have the one guy that, ha- that is not a red flag, okay? And if he has made you believe that he is not involved in any of their behaviors, he is lying to you. Because there is no way that this guy goes and hangs out with his single friends or friends that disrespect their partners, sits there and doesn't speak about the things that they speak to each other about, doesn't do, like, he doesn't involve himself in the things that they do, that single guys, which are single, are absolutely allowed to do. And what in your right mind makes you think that guys who go out of their way to treat women like shit all of a sudden have a fresh new perspective on your relationship and are willing to respect that relationship. So stop talking about all of the things single guys talk about and stop doing all of the the things single guys do. I agree that you are special and you are wonderful in your own right, but trust me when I say these guys, they don't give a flying shit what happens to your relationship. And yes, we could argue that you're not actually dating his friends, you're dating him, right? And I actually 100% agree with that. That is correct. But if he's not strong enough as a person to step away from a friendship group that is openly disrespecting disrespecting relationships, disrespecting women in general, 
then I'm sorry, but that guy isn't the guy that you should be dating. Because it takes a fair bit of strength and maturity to stand up to a group of people that you've known most of your life or that you are heavily involved in and say, hey, this is not appropriate for myself or my relationship anymore. I need to move on. And if you have that guy, could you please let us know uh, where you got him from so that I could put that website up on um, my social media for all of our sakes, please and thank you. Okay, now we'll jump into number three. Let's talk about girl best friends, right? First thing I would like you to do is I would like you to think about any successful relationship that is in the generation above you, okay? So that could be your parents, it could be your auntie, it could be your uncle, it could be not even a family member, it could be your teacher, it could be anyone around you that is in a successful relationship. And then I want you to think about what the the male in that relationship, what their girl best friend's name is. Because I can guarantee you that they don't have one. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying that men cannot be friends with women. That is 100% not what I'm saying here. But I am saying that boundaries need to be set and followed by both parties, okay? Even if the girl best friend has been around for longer than you have been, she needs to understand her place and understand what is okay for your partner to go to her for. Because it is not okay for your partner to go to his girl best friend and talk to her about all of the bad things that are happening in the relationship. If your partner has a girl best friend, it might be time to sit down and talk to them about how that makes you feel. And your partner should not be actively defending that relationship either. If something makes you feel like there has been a cross boundary and it hurts your feelings, then your partner needs to respect that. And if they are not in a place where they can respect that or they are solely just defending themselves and that friend's relationship, then you've got your answer. It's loud and clear because they have prioritized that person over your relationship. So once again, just recapping that, I am not saying that men and women cannot be friends. No, absolutely not. They absolutely can with the right intention and the right boundary set. And the right boundaries followed by both and all parties. Then you can have a perfectly fine and harmonious relationship. But because that best friend will always have a sense of control because they've been friends with them longer, that person, that girl will always side with your partner. They will never actually tell them, well, on a rare occasion it might happen. They won't actually pull them into line and say, hey, you're actually out of line here. Because that would risk their friendship, right? So why would they do that? Anyway, circling right back to the top of this point, all of the relationships that I've seen in my life that are in the generation above, I can comfortably say that none of them have anything to do with a girl best friend. I have never seen my father and my mum, who are still together, I've never seen my father bring over another woman for dinner and say, hey, like, this is my girl best friend. We're all going to be friends here. That doesn't happen. It's not realistic. And just to clarify, this goes both ways. So this goes with guy best friends as well. You need to respect your partner's wishes if he or she feels that there is disrespect happening. And if you can't do that or if you feel like they're out of line constantly, then you need to break that partnership off. Number four, he is not leaving his wife or his partner for you. And it's a really simple fact as to why. It's because you've done this neat little thing where you've slotted into his life without him having to give anything up. See, 
relationships usually have a give and a take. They compromise. To be able to have two people together, it means that they need to compromise. What you've done is you've just given him exactly what he wanted, which I would assume in this case might be some kind of emotional or physical cheating. And then you have not requested any type of compromise from him at all. So you've said, no, it's fine. I don't respect myself enough to request anything in return from you. So then he said in his brain, okay, well, this woman is giving me everything that I need without me giving anything back. So why would I change anything for her? Right? So it doesn't matter how many times he tells you he's unhappy or he's not getting what he wants from this relationship and tries to demonize it. It doesn't matter how many times he tells you that because he is lying. Why would he need to make anything permanent with you? You've given him exactly what he wanted without him having to change anything about his life at all. Any any good man will will leave their partner before they even have a thought about cheating on them or disrespecting them. That's from his perspective, right? But from yours, I mean, it would be nice to think that the only thing in this world that we could possibly do for certain is back each other up as women. So if this is happening and you have found out that this person has a partner, it is your responsibility to tell that woman that she needs to leave because no woman, no good woman, no bad woman, however you want to categorize them, deserves the disrespect that a man brings for cheating on her. So just swinging back around to the top, he is not leaving his partnership for you because you've disrespected yourself enough to not ask him for anything in return for having full access to you. Number five, I actually have like another 10 on this list, but I think we're going to run out of time. So I might have to do a part two of this. Um, So if you've got any suggestions, please send them in because I will talk about them. But number five, it is not normal for somebody putting a body part inside of you to not want to be seen associating with you in public. Um, So this one is a little bit personal because when I was a little bit younger, I was silly enough. And when I say younger, I mean in like my teen years, I was silly enough to sleep with some people that were a little bit older and um, they knew why they couldn't be seen in public with me, but I didn't. And now that I think about it, I know perfectly well why they wouldn't want to be seen in public with me. And to put it outright, it's because it probably would look pretty rapey considering the age difference. So to sleep with me, they would have had to manipulate me and to be a teenager that is told that you are so much more mature for your age, you get excited, right? Because you don't know any better. That's naivety. And that is why people shouldn't be dating when there is a large age gap, especially with somebody in their teens that hasn't fully formed their functioning brain yet. But... That's for another time and another place. So what I am saying to you is you cannot give someone full access to you without them respecting you enough to be seen in public with you. I don't care if it's just a hello. I don't care if it's taking you out on dates. Whatever it is, if they want to be inside you and they want to be a part of your life in any kind of sexual way, then you deserve the respect that they need to give to you in public. There was a guy that I used to see a fair bit when I was in my teens that used to make me walk behind him in in public spaces so we didn't seem like we were walking together. And as a 16-year-old, you don't really think about that Okay, so don't be me. Don't be that girl. Don't be stupid enough to believe that somebody wants to just have you in private and it's just a private thing for them. Don't be an idiot to believe that. It's not. They don't respect you enough to be seen in front of other people saying hello to you or being a normal human being and acknowledging your existence, which is kind of disgusting. 
Number six, don't judge somebody on their past, but it's unhealthy for them to bring those types of behaviors into your relationship if it's detrimental. For example, a very common thing that people judge is if somebody has had a particularly promiscuous past, which on this channel and on all of the channels that I have, we don't judge that. In fact, we don't even care. Why would we? It's their past and they can do what they want with it. But if they do bring those types of behaviors into the relationship, then there is a problem. So with the example given, if somebody has been particularly promiscuous in the past, if they bring any type of that behavior with other people into the relationship, so they might be giving attention and energy, the type of attention and energy that they should be giving to you, but to others. And that means that you've got an issue with their behavior, not with their past. Because that current behavior is making an impact on their current relationship. On a side note, I know there are a lot of men out there who will tell you that women, women, women devalue themselves if they've had a promiscuous past. That is, of course, not true at all. That comes from the very glaringly giant patriarchal thinking structure that a lot of men have stamped into their brains. It comes from purity culture and it comes from a lack of knowledge. Because some men still think that women's uh, Vs don't snap back into shape after they take a pee. So with their lack of knowledge and understanding and their inability to go and find it on Google themselves, they will, of course, say the wrong thing. And without understanding anatomy, they will tell you that women devalue themselves because they have no idea how that works. And the reason is because as they grow up, if they're part of a purity culture or if they're part of a conservative culture, they are taught that women devalue themselves when they have sex. Once again, one of the many things that we have to fight for in equality, but that's for another day, right? Anyway, back to the point. It's not true. You go do you. As long as you're not disrespecting your partner or anybody around you, you are absolutely fine. You are not disrespecting yourself by exploring your sexuality. So go get them. Uh, second last one. If they're not reciprocating the energy that you are giving to them, they are not interested in you the way that you're interested in them. That's it. There is nothing else to that. I think I've been told that a thousand times when I was in my 20s, but I never believed it. I always thought, you know what? I could be the one to change that. I can be the one to find them and grab them and get their attention and be the only one that they look at. It's not true. It's not. Somebody's energy that they put into you is a direct result of how interested they are in you. That's it. That is, I don't know how else to explain that to you in a most point blank way. I'm trying to be as candid with you as I possibly can be. And that's it. I mean, we could turn this around and let's just say that you have somebody in your inbox, which we've all been there. You have somebody in your inbox, which you're not really interested in, in the way that you know they're interested in you. What type of behavior do you display to them? Is it reciprocating their energy? Probably not. You're probably trying to let them down nicely by not being as overly friendly as they are towards you, by not making the effort to message back in time, by not picking up their calls, that type of thing, right? So why would somebody else's behavior towards you be different to how you treat those people who you're not interested in? Okay, last one. Your value is not defined by you being inside a relationship or how desirable you are to the opposite gender. Now, if you know me, you know that this is something I am trying to unlearn, that my value is defined by me being desirable to the men that I date. And that's something that we learn as women since the day that we are conscious. We see it in the media. We see it from the people around us. We might accidentally see it from our parents who are only doing their best because that's the knowledge they've been given. 
But still, we are not defined as people by trying to find a mate. I'm talking from a woman's point of view here. This one is really hard to unlearn because since we have been conscious, we've been surrounded by media that tells us that we need to find our person. And that if you are in your late 20s and late 30s or 40s, whatever, and you're single, that must mean that you're undesirable as a person. And I think that's mostly aimed and targeted towards women. But that is for another day. So I'm not going to branch out on that today. And because I'm not on my ADHD medication right now, I'm trying really hard to focus on this point. Sorry. In my opinion, and keep in mind that you might not you might not agree with this, and that's okay. In my humble opinion, I think that your value is created by the feelings that you give others when you're not present. So when you walk out of a room, when you are no longer in their life, how did you make them feel? Did you live by your value set and be the person that you've always thought that you wanted to be, that you know that you could become? Because if you did, then I know that you've created a lasting impression on them that's going to be positive. And again, that is my opinion, so take it with as many grains of salt as you need to. Personally, I believe that you should be allowed to create your own family structure. You should be able to choose how you want to live your life and who you want in your life. And the fact that there are still people out there who push other people into living a life that they think that everybody should live just because they're living it drives me insane. Because some people just want to exist the way they do, and that's all right. If you are new here, thank you so much for joining the conversation and for listening all the way to this point. If you are returning from my other episodes, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate all of the support and listening that you do. I really hope that I'm making the impact that I want to make in this world, and I hope it's on you. Please, again, uh, go to my socials, give me any feedback that you have, constructive criticism is absolutely fine, or any types of ideas or subjects that you think that we could talk about. I would absolutely love that. I'll speak to you again soon. See you next time. You are listening to Overwhelmingly Underwhelmed with Lexi Partell.